tonight. Well, let's do it in British accents. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> More Cockney. <laughs> my name is Andrew. And my, yeah. na- and my name is Ava. Yeah, you're listening <laughs> to by table and show. Yeah. you bought a bad television? So offensive. Hello, my name is Andrew. And my name is Ava. And you're listening to the Bad Television Show, where we watch what is, by our standards, a bad television show. Tonight, we're watching Season 6, Episode 4 of Doc Martin. Starring Martin Clunes, or Clunes, and Carolyn Katz, and other sordid British persons. You do. You're doing a British accent, is it? Do you want me to do it again? Okay. Tonight we're watching season no, six. No, I, I don't think you should do it again with the British accent. <laughs> no, I think we should. It's excellent. <laughs> Tonight we're watching season six, episode four of Doc Martin, starring Martin Clunes and Carolyn Katz, and other assorted British persons. His name is actually Martin in real life? Yes, it is, actually. Currently finishing up its seventh season, Wikipedia calls Doc Martin a British comedy medical drama, which can be abbreviated to Bredomedy Medrama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if they call that an abbreviation. British comedy medical drama. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. Yeah. You should get that checked out. Yeah. If you go to your doctor, <laughs> your Dr. Martin. Yeah. So this show was something that my mom really, uh, she really loved. I think it was the first show she actually binge watched, which I think is remarkable. Oh, I'm, she figured out how to binge watch it. That's right. Where, yeah. How did she binge watch it? I don't know. I think she f- originally saw it on PBS and then probably Googled it, uh, which I'm really proud of her for doing, for, for Googling things. <laughs> and uh, I think she found it on Hulu and watched a whole bunch of it. I think it's like the first series she's ever binged watched like that online. So uh, naturally I was interested in checking it out. Yeah, what is this show that my mom loves so right. much that she's willing to Google it so she can figure out how to binge right. And when she came to visit last time, we, we started watching it from the beginning on Netflix. Or can I say Netflix? I think I can say Netflix. I think that's okay. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so... But I immediately realized, like, holy shit, there's something very similar to this that we have that I have watched in entirety before and it's almost exactly like the the house the the house the house show called house md starring actually a british guy what is his name hugh hugh laurie Laurie. hugh laurie good job yeah he um and this one's kind of more of a comedy than it is a, a drama comedy than it is a comedy drama no it's a comedy drama more than it is a drama comedy because house was a lot more dramatic than this show 
But it's a lot like House in the sense that the main character is a doctor. Is a doctor who has like terrible, terrible bedside manner. Right. In fact, has maybe something. But is also a genius. Really off. Yeah, but is incredibly talented when it comes to diagnoses. Right. What was a little bit more interesting about House was that um, the long series of events and the work that they put together as a group, as a team, to diagnose stuff. And you were more interested in what the diagnosis was than you were about the people. And this show, you're not really interested about any of that. And I'm not, I mean, it's obvious that somebody has something. But what I've realized in the show is that uh, people are either crazy, like they have a diagnosis of being crazy, um, or they have um, food poisoning, mm-hmm. um, or um, somehow they, um, they, they have something environmental. Uh, but it's no variation. It's rarely that it seems that they have some sort of disease. It's basically, you know, uh, oh, you've been eating poop water. Um, or um, uh, you're fat and you should stop being fat. They, re- they kind of dumb it down a little bit. Maybe it's not that important because really the main character, Doc Martin, you want to see him progress, I guess. For the listeners at home, Doc Martin is... Um, it's not that he has a bad, uh, bad bedside manner. It's that he has no, hardly any show, social skills. So almost every show is about his bad social skills. He doesn't pick up on social cues, right? Again, with the awkward genius that's really popular in television, in American television, um, and apparently in television of other places as well, right? He's mm-hmm. Brilliant, but uh, he doesn't pick up on social cues. He's a terrible communicator. He's very rigid in his ways, sort of like um, the Big Bang theories. Um, Sheldon, Sheldon, Sheldon Cooper. Cooper, right? Yeah, and a lot of people speculate that Sheldon Cooper is has actually um, Asperger's. Asperger's and. But Actually, um, Doc Martin isn't that far from that either. No, but I think what we slowly realize over the course of the series is that it was his upbringing. Like he had very rigid parents, and I think later on, even in this in this season, they um, uh, they explore a little bit about that. And he kind of remi- reminds me of Temperance Brennan as well, in the sense that he's really rude and can be, he can be very rude, very abrasive. Right. And he seems to be sort of oblivious to how uh, abrasive he can come off. Right. Actually, sometimes he, he realizes that he is, but he's, he's not really apolog- apologetic about any he, of it. It doesn't seem to matter to him. He feels like there's no point to being... Yeah. Uh, you know, more Malena, gracious. Bring me in a lemon, please. Yes, the fruit. That's PC Penhale, right? PC Police Constable Penhale. He's it's he's such a hilarious character because he's nobody likes him. Well, he's kind of irrelevant. 
as a police officer. Yeah. And nobody really respects him that much. Why do we think this is bad TV? Because it's so formulaic. It's extremely formulaic. Not once, but twice did Doc Martin and Louisa attempt to get married. Mm-hmm. Of course, the second time they did get married. He can't pull that shit twice. I think if I would have, if I, if it would have been up to me to choose the episode that we talked about tonight, I would have talked about their um, wedding, the wedding episode. Which wedding episode? That's what I'm talking about. The wedding episode where they actually do get married. Where they married. actually do get married. And they end up in the woods and they go to that yeah. house. And With a crazy person right. that they come across. Yeah. And some way, somewhere along that, he wins over the crazy people. Mm-hmm. With his amazing... Uh, diagnosis and treatment and actually um, I think like a couple of episodes ago like there's somebody disagreeable and he diagnosed them and that was the end of the show like they didn't even like reconcile like oh hey um, uh, I don't really like you but now I think you're okay because you actually found out I had Parkinson's and um, now I'm treated and now everybody doesn't think I'm a drunk no, they just like, oh, you have Parkinson's. That's the end of the show. Right. Like, it's really strange, actually. Really? Well, that is an interesting tidbit. Stop it, Bert. What are you doing? Pink eye. I bet she uh, was trying to inject Botox into her own face and she messed it up. Do you think she got Botox into her eye? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the only thing that I've been thinking about is the relationship between Martin and Louisa is just... There's no fun were, in it at all. They're not. like. Their courtship was like two episodes and they like went on one date. And then he says, marry me. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, she seems like the most smart, outgoing person in the entire village. Magical village of Portland. <laughs> and nothing. Like, it's like there's nothing there. Like, there's just something. He makes these admittances to her, right? Like, I can't, I can't dream of being without you. Um... He, like, said something nice or romantic, like, one or two times. Right, and then she's like, well, let's get married. And all the rest of the time, it's like... Oh, I'm sorry, she says, hey, let's get married. <laughs> and all the rest of the time, she's basically having to cajole him into... Yeah, doing... Doing anything. Doing anything nice or pleasant or normal or... Or even, you know... Are you on drugs? What? 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 I told you yesterday because I got something wrong with my nose. Let me have a look. No. Uh-huh. What's that supposed to mean? Well, that is all the proof I need, though. Well, I thought he was making a pirate joke because <laughs> she had an eye patch on. <laughs> I'm hiding my eye because it looks horrible. Oh, really? Oh. All right. I'll show you just to shut you up. And you've got to promise not to pull a face, all right? Ooh. Oh, that's a face. Well, wait. Yeah, we don't we get, don't get to, to see it. it? Oh, yeah. There's a neighbor who's not very pleasant. 
when he's got something and he doesn't want to go to the doctor. I'm just bleeding out of my testicles. So, part of the reason why I think that this um, show does well with American audiences is because despite its stupidity, formulaic nature and simplicity, everybody has a British accent, which makes it that much more... What? You lost your train of thought there? Uh, there's a dog on television. <laughs> what I think... Um, it makes it sophisticated. I think that's... Mm, actually, where it, I was going to go with this... If you consider it like... It has more or less the content of House, but House was kind of cold because it was a modern teaching hospital mm -hmm. and they have access to all the great equipment but this is quaint mm -hmm. and I and people like that and they like they like the they like the idea of the pleasantness of the people and the magical destination so much so that this place this town is super popular now as a tourist destination whereas Princeton Plainsboro in New Jersey is not really a tourist destination that I've heard of <laughs> but the town that this is based out of uh, I forget the name of it. Fort No, the town, that's a made-up town. It's another village. It's called Port something, but it's not Port Wen. Mm. Um, you mean where they shoot it? Yeah, the actual mm. place where they shoot it has been become really popular, according to my mom. So it's a tourist destination with a, a bunch of people. So, um, you know, you have that cast of characters, but then the village itself is kind of magical. Mm. Um it's got all the, you know, the, the typical British type of things, right? It's got the quaint schoolhouse, the little odd houses that people live in, uh, the tavern, the, the port. The restaurant by the sea. The restaurant by the sea, um, the bluffs, um, the country roads, the farmhouse, those types of things. Um, and House didn't have any of those things. I mean. But also a lot of the characters are a little more comical, right? I guess, what did they put? They put comedy drama or is it drama comedy? I forget. But. So what I want to know is who is the stylist for Morwenna's character? You mean the the uh, the doc's secretary? Right. Yeah, because every time she's like some young, weird... Uh, With really eclectic style. Yeah. Oh, there's a bubby. Do you know Should the we go on to the, to the next part? Do you know the name of the actor who played... Uh, his receptionist before Marwenna. The IT crowd woman. Yeah, do you know her name? Catherine something. Why? She was really good. I she was. Good. She's a good actress. She's a good comedy actress. That's why she did so well in the IT crowd or IT crowd. 
I love how complicated it is to make toast in this episode. Oh, that weird little... Did you see that? Yeah. And this is part of the whole quaintness of the, you know, British life, country, seaside life. Where every doorway is not a rectangle, not a perfect rectangle. I thought it was going to be Flight of the Valkyries there for a little bit there. <laughs> she eating cornflakes. Britishly love the cornflakes. <laughs> Hmm. That's well, I've done it what I don't. This episode, I just realized, features a theme of people sticking needles in themselves. <laughs> right. A tattoo needle. Like, who comes up with this theme? Like, one time, you know, like, you come up with a theme of, like, honesty <laughs> or white lies. Or um, being a good neighbor. No, we're gonna um, come up with a, a theme for this episode. It's gonna be people improperly sticking needles in themselves. Makes no sense. By the way, I'd like to call attention to the fact that I totally called it at the very beginning of this episode mm -hmm. that she had inject injected Botox improperly. Yeah. There's probably already record of that of recording it. So. Canned breakfast. Oh. Spaghettios for breakfast. No, spaghetti hoops. <laughs> That's the British version. Spaghetti hoops, not spaghettios. Spaghetti hoops. And they call diapers nappies too. I figured yes, that out. In the eye of the beholder, not the eyes of the beholder. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there, Eva. Yeah, she's wearing a pirate patch. Eye of the beholder. Good one. Got it. 100%. Clear as day. Cornishcouples.co.uk. Thanks so we did that in unison. Maybe we should... Uh... Is that a real website? I'm always, like, anytime they put, like, websites in shows, I'm always like, I need to create that domain name right now. I'm going to get that domain name, if it hasn't already. Oh, this music is terrible. No, thank you. Oh, I've made a list of what you're running low on. Baby wipes, bathwash, cotton wool, Q-tips. That's great, just pop in the pipe. What? That's awful music for anybody. I don't think children should listen to that music. I'm not so much pain. Well, maybe I am pained sometimes to watch that show. It is very repetitive in a lot of things. And you're like, I, you know, why do they keep 
talking about these needles and sticking them in <laughs> on their own and you know there's just everybody is just a character uh, a characterization like, okay one to ten groans how many groans do you give doc martin how many groans out of ten yeah. why are we using such a big scale all right one to five groans <laughs> one to five can we all right one to five groans i give doc martin well one groan being it's not that bad it's still bad and five groans being it's pretty darn bad and a scale of bad television it's probably a three i would say it's a three because i've watched all seasons <laughs> i'm still enthralled with like overall arcs but mostly I just like to watch the train wreck that is the writing on that show. <laughs> and there you have it. Thanks for listening to The Bad Television Show, where the only thing better than good TV is a show about bad TV.